Movement 1. Facing the Lion. Wings of the Butterfly. If you bring out what is inside you, what is inside you will save you. If you fail to bring out what is inside you, what is inside you will destroy you. The Gnostic Gospels. Somewhere in this time we live in, she was one of many, too many, an orphan of war. Her story took place in Guatemala. Her parents were killed and her brother lost in retaliation. And three years later, this little girl, maybe nine or ten, was found pulling the wings off a butterfly, muttering, Pobrecita, Pobrecita, poor little one. The image has haunted me, for in her innocence and pain she revealed and relived the knot of our struggle as human beings. What we don't face as our own, we perpetrate on others. I'm in no way blaming this little one. She was just a tiny angel sent to remind us. But it has worked on me, the struggle she enacted for us all. She was the poor little one whose young wings had been torn, and carrying a pain too big for her small heart, she was, I think, trying to alleviate her pain by acting out her wound on something else. This, to me, is the source of much of the pain we cause in this life. It's not new, either. As far back as seven thousand years ago, in the land of Sumeria, the tale of Gilgamesh was first told. It is the story of an empty and sad king who is so detached from life that he seeks adventure and battle to know he is alive. So he declares war on Humbaba the forest deity, proclaiming he must be killed. Along the way, the story says that like many before him, Gilgamesh sought to slay Humbaba rather than face the undiscovered country in himself. Throughout time, the role of consciousness and compassion in our lives has been to help us face our experience in demons, to face the undiscovered country in ourselves largely so we won't hurt each other. Indeed, the original meaning of the Muslim word jihad is to face one's own demons. This is the holy war. Without the ability to face our own demons, we often seek revenge rather than feel what is ours to feel. For vengeance is a powerful distraction from accepting the legitimate suffering that arises from the wheel of life an acceptance that can make kindred spirits of us all, if we let it. And so I feel compelled to inquire into the art of facing things, facing ourselves, each other, and the unknown. It's something we can't do without, for facing things is what courage at its most fundamental level is all about. Without this, we replay and pass our suffering on to others repeatedly. Each of us is the little one with the torn heart, and much, indeed, the world depends on whether we tear each other's wings or face ourselves and each other with tenderness. Yet where do we find the honesty and resilience for that? We can begin by asking, how many of us suffer the trauma of thinking that life is a tearing of wings? And what do we do in our quiet terror to avoid being torn? 
In these small questions, the most meaningful courage can grow until against all odds, against the legacies of being torn, we might be able to stop hiding and pretending. Only then can we discover directly for ourselves what constitutes survival. For every time we face our own pain at being broken, we dissolve the heart's need to relive the break.